The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Let's get started. They bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. This is Geek Counter Geek. Geeks! With Misty Callahan and Keith Conrad. Well, maybe it's one of those other shows, like Outer Limits. Confuse the Twilight Zone with the Outer Limits? Do you even know me? Geek Counter Geek number 141. I'm Keith Conrad, at Keith R. Conrad on Twitter. And you are... Who am I? <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm like running low on, a, on caffeine. I live off of it. So anyway, I am Misty Callahan, at Misty A. Callahan on the Twitter. Um, so please just bear with me. I, I live off caffeine. I need a caffeine patch or something. I'm running low, so I'm a little loopy. That's okay. A little more loopy than usual. So, uh, as we're getting ready to um, record this, Mm -hmm. uh, those brave men and women are are getting ready to storm Area 51. Yes, yes. Or I thought they were going to do just like some sort of like fest or something because like the guy feels bad. The guy who did it, like he feels bad now because people could literally get shot because it's a government facility. But I just think the idea of like, I I, I wanted to, I wanted to be in the, in the room when they were explaining to these United States generals about what a Naruto run is. I just wanted to be there. That that would be interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Like they're going to what? They're running how? What? (laughs) So, yeah. So, um, just Ladies and gentlemen, don't storm Area 51. Go to the fest instead, I think. Um, but if you do, I guess Godspeed. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing with, with that. Now, mm-hmm. that. now, that's been up on Facebook for well over a month now. Yeah. So let's say just for the sake of argument. Now, I don't believe that there's aliens at Area 51. Mm-hmm. I believe it's entirely possible my dad once went to Area 51. Ooh. But, but not aliens. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, you know, he worked on top secret stuff. Well, um, for full disclosure, for those who don't know, Keith's dad worked with NASA and he worked with like a government defense thing. I don't know. If, what, we, if we told you anymore, we'd have to shoot you. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's entirely possible. It's entirely possible. Uh, until I'm told he didn't. Yeah. T- until he says, no, nah, I've never been there. Yeah. So, yeah. So I that, choose that's, to believe that it's That's possible. the backstory for that. Anyway, continue. Uh, no, I don't believe that there's aliens there. But let's just say, for the sake of argument, that there mm-hmm. were actually aliens and or UFOs at Area 51. Mm-hmm. They've given them like a month or two heads up. There ain't going to be yeah. no aliens there. No. no they they moved all. them to Ohio or something. Yeah. Or, or probably Florida. It's it's Florida. Let's just be honest. Every All of the weirdness happened. Just commiserates in Florida. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, I I don't know what you people hope to accomplish, but I hope no one gets shot. That that that's just it. You know, people. Again, if you're gonna do it, I would go to the fest. You know, um, but Naruto go, run at the fest. Naruto run at the fest. Don't Naruto run toward a government facility. That's a that's a good uh, that's a good strategy. Yeah. 
Uh, exactly. But if you if you want to go for it, I mean, Godspeed, um, you brave warrior. <laughs> um, I wouldn't do it. So yeah. last week we were talking. Uh, it was our our first uh, inaugural uh, monthly pop culture blind spot segment. Yeah, and I watched Howard the Duck, and that's an hour and some odd minutes of my life I will never get back. And mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. generally mm-hmm. on uh, on social media and everything, mm-hmm. uh, people. People agreed. Yeah, uh, Howard Generally, the Duck is yeah. Howard the Duck is not exactly the Citizen Kane of uh, duck movies. Uh, of duck movies. <laughs> no, it, it isn't. Um, but we did get a lot of responses for next month's pop culture blind spot for you. Right, because because Howard the Duck was a movie that you had you had not seen, mm-hmm. and so next month in October, uh, I'll have to watch a movie that I haven't seen. And, and we're giving people the option of The Thing, mm-hmm. which turned out to be uh, pretty prescient because now they're digging up animals in Antarctica or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or RoboCop, neither of which I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty pretty solidly, uh, mm-hmm. RoboCop ended up pulling out the win there. So mm-hmm. in October, I'll be watching RoboCop for the first All time. All right. And uh, yeah, I, I look forward to it. Do you really, Keith? Do you really? I, I have a feeling my life isn't going to change very much. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's probably the sort of movie that mm-hmm. uh, had I seen it th- at the time, mm-hmm. like I probably would have thought it was pretty good. But mm-hmm. then when you you, you look at it uh, years later, there's only one so scene that I remember from the movie off the top of my head um, that just freaked me out when I watched it. Um, I will not spoiler alert it for you, and we will just say. Um, a man in toxic waste, and that's all I'm going to say. So, if you've seen RoboCop, you know the scene I'm talking about. I'll just leave that for you. We we'll circle back when you watch it. Um, I I suspect I'll probably know that scene when I see it. Yeah. Okay. You will. Speaking of circling back to things in entertainment news. We were talking about re- reboots not too long ago, and apparently the reboot contagion spreads on. Um, there is talk of doing rebooting the Princess Bride and for NBC's streaming service Peacock, they're thinking about rebooting the series The Office. I, I, I feel like there needs are, to be an intervention yeah. uh, with this whole Peacock thing mm-hmm. because, you know, uh, CBS, mm-hmm. they launched All Access, I think, two years ago, mm-hmm. and they've done pretty well. You know, the first year, they only had two shows. No one really, you know, I know Star Trek Discovery did really well. Uh, I don't know how well their other show did, but now they've they've got mm-hmm. those two. They've got the Twilight Zone. They've got uh, a lot of uh, different original stuff. Uh, then you go to uh, uh, Disney, mm-hmm. launching Disney+. Plus. And it's going to have, you know, Star Wars series. It's going to have, um, it's going to have pretty much everything. Like, yeah. like most of the Marvel Cinematic Universe isn't actually going to be movies anymore. It's going to be uh, series. It's going to be series on on Disney Plus. And uh, so they're doing really well, killing it with the original material. And then NBC says, you know what, we need to have a streaming service as well. And I think that's what the meeting was like. 
Like it, it literally seems like NBC was caught completely flat-footed by this, mm-hmm. and they just have to scrape together something because they're talking about rebooting Punky Brewster, mm-hmm. Saved by the Bell, and The Office, and they, they think people are going to subscribe to that. Sigh. No, I'm. Like, ju- I'm just like I said. I'm sick of the reboots. I'm just sick of it. Come up with some new ideas. There are so many talented writers, you know, and I'm not even, you know, saying talented writers because you're one of them. I am like totally excited for you to finish your book. We'll get to that later. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Um, But there's so many, there's so much untapped talent out there and that's what you choose to go with. That's what just, I mean, I understand, you know, not taking a risk you know, with a, like an idea or a story that you're not sure would be a quote unquote money maker. Uh, but at the same time, I think just generally from my experience, most people are just like, oh, get a new idea. I think so. And I know that there's there's some nostalgia going mm-hmm. on right now. And, you know, they, they have like rebooted some series mm-hmm. and, and done pretty well, like uh, uh, Fuller House actually did really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched like one season, and I was like, "Oh, this is pretty much the same show." But Never I'm watched I'm it. in I'm in my uh, my mm-hmm. late thirties now, so I really don't need to watch this. I but never it, watched but I, it, but I got it. So mm-hmm. it was, you know, I I get what they were going for, and I wasn't their audience anyway, so mm-hmm. that that's fine. But they did pretty well with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got some people some jobs who <laughs> really needed some jobs. <laughs> but yeah, so rebooting. The, the rebooting contagion continues, and that's what I'm going to call it, the contagion. But uh, I, I will say that, like, the, the Princess Bride thing that's, was... That's awful. It, it was, Come on. It, it was basically just one person saying, hey, I've talked to a lot of people who are on board for a, for a, a Princess Bride reboot, and then universally condemned. Yeah. Like, everybody's like, no. Like, even one of the actors, I think, came out and was just like, um, no, why, why are you messing with perfection? Yeah. I, I think uh, Carrie Elway's his exact uh, words were something like, uh, there aren't many perfect movies out there, so why are you messing with it? Yeah. Very, very well said. Very yeah. well said. I, 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 don't, uh, I, don't, I don't get that one. You know, even if you want to make like a prequel or a sequel, that's fine. Mm-hmm. A, a Princess Bride cinematic universe, why not? Yeah. But let, let's, you know. Look, Planet maybe, of the Apes did pretty well doing prequels. Maybe do like an in- Inigo Montoya. Yeah. Talk about his father. <laughs> exactly. Before he was killed. His father was killed? Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> he, he never talks about that. No, not at all. It's just a one-off statement in the movie. Yeah. Oh, So Boo earns to uh, reboots. Boo and... earns to reboots. Get some new ideas. And if you're going to actually pay money for Peacock mm-hmm. based on what is currently being uh, rumored or mm-hmm. officially offered, uh, reach out to us on Twitter at Geek Counter Geek because I'd, I'd like to hear from you. Yeah. And speaking of hearing of things, it's kind of a chunky 
segue, not really smooth, but you know, hey, if you need headphones and accessories for said headphones, y'all gotta check out Tweaked Audio, who we are lucky enough to have a sponsor to sponsor us. Um, key features of Tweaked Audio's headphones that you have eight colors and styles that are available, mic'd and non-mic'd virgin versions, virgins. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, or am I? <laughs> mic'd and non-mic'd virgin, version. See, I do it again. <laughs> Designed to sound great for music and talk. Unfortunately, if you like botch a read like I'm doing right now, it's not going to help you much there. But hey, they have n- noise reducing design. A lifetime warranty also is available. So definitely check them out at www.tweakedaudio.com and use discount code GCG for checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. It's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. Anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. What what, what virgins you're shipping to? (laughs) Ba-da-bum. I'm here to Friday Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> so this weekend, in addition to the uh, the raid of Area 51, yes, uh, Ad Astra is is coming out, and of course, okay, again, if to kind of recap from the first little segment that we had going on here, Keith's father did work with NASA. He, he shot things into space. He was a, he he well, once and, a rocket scientist, always a rocket scientist. Sister-in-law also working at NASA. Currently working on on throwing things into space. So needless to say, Keith is mega space geek. So pretty much anything space related that comes out in the movie theaters, Keith is like, we're totally watching this. And I'm like, okay, fine. And I will say that uh, based on the, uh, now I haven't heard any reviews Mm -hmm. of Ad Astra. It looks good. I know good. that he's been, um, uh, Brad Pitt has been making the rounds. Mm-hmm. He even talked, did a, a Q&A with uh, one of the astronauts at the space station mm-hmm. and asked, uh, you know, who who played a better astronaut? Because I guess they've had a screening of it up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, who did the better astronaut, him or Clooney? Because mm-hmm. Clooney was in Gravity a couple of years ago. And uh, the, Anyway, continue. Uh, well, you know, one day we'll, we'll get into Gravity. Okay. It, it's... Uh, I'm conflicted on that one. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, the astronaut said uh, Brad Pitt was a better astronaut anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, the 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 couple of clips that I've seen that looks interesting, but mm-hmm. literally from the clips and uh, the trailers, mm-hmm. no idea what the story is. I, I think I, it's some sort of like whodunit kind of thriller thing because, like, you maybe, know, the, yeah. the, the the previews are talking about like it'll leave you guessing until the very end. So I'm thinking it's some sort of thriller in Thief. Um Well, I kn- I do know that there are in fact uh space pirates ah. on the moon. There are space which pirates. Is, which is kind of cool. I'm, oh, I'm not okay. sure. I know that happened in Futurama. Yeah. But I don't know that that's happened. See, that's what else. exactly where my mind went. I went Futurama, there's space pirates. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Mhm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, this we will be watching Ad Astra this weekend. Um and we will recap next episode so definitely be here or you know be here or be square that doesn't make sense but uh, by the way ad astra is uh, latin and it means to the stars because ah. it, i it's the actually the name of the publication for i think the planetary society or mm-hmm. 
I, I think it's the Planetary Society anyway. They they have a magazine they send out to members and it's called Ad Astra. Oh. Um, Maybe it's just about selling magazines, this movie. Could be. Could be. Uh, it would be very meta if Ad Astra <laughs> had a article about the movie Ad Astra. Mm, mm-hmm. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, because of that movie coming out... Um, uh, we thought it would be cool to uh, kick around the top space movies mm-hmm. of all time. At least to us. It, Feel yeah, free to it, like drag us, us mercilessly if we leave something off the list. Uh, at Geek Counter Geek on Twitter. Listen, listen. I told you. I'm like, I'm running low on caffeine here. It's like <laughs> me and caffeine to me is like oxygen. So I'm like having some difficulties. But anyway. So on my list, on your list, continue. Uh, you you want to maybe? Now I I I have seen the list ahead of time, mm-hmm. and I know that we don't have the same ones on the list. Nope. Because um, like you, for because um you you're more like the um, you know nonfiction space movie kind of guy. Uh, well, you're about half and half, actually. Yeah, actually, I'm half. We're and both half. about half and half, as far as uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I did. I did want to mention uh, two movies, uh, as as far as a uh, like an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, Planet of the Apes and Interstellar. Okay. Two very good movies. Mm. Um, Just not your favorites. Movies, but they're like movies in general. Mm-hmm. So I. I they they didn't they didn't quite make the cut, but I felt bad about them not making the cut. Mm-hmm. So I, I I felt like I would mention them honorably. Okay. Um, but uh, my first movie on the list is uh, Contact. Ah, okay. And uh, that that came out in the uh, the late nineties, I believe. Was that it was the one with Jodie Foster, right? Yeah, that's uh, Jodie Foster, where uh, aliens uh, contact Earth. Oh. And, and it's okay. actually. Um, it holds up surprisingly well since it's you know over twenty years old at this point, point. Mm-hmm. and uh, I I think uh, you know uh, Robert Zemeckis who is the director you know he did Back to the Future and mm-hmm. uh, Shaw uh, not Shawshank Redemption uh, what else was I thinking of uh, Castaway did you know, he's he's done some uh, a lot a lot of really great movies he was the director of that and uh, for realism like he used mm-hmm. actual reporters. Mm-hmm. And he actually took uh, video footage of President Clinton because Clinton was in office at the time mm-hmm. to make it like seem like it was legitimately happening, mm-hmm. like in real time. And uh, that doesn't hold up because not one of those reporters uh, is still working, mm-hmm. and Bill Clinton is uh, a retired vegan now. Yeah. So that kind of ages it a little bit. But actually, it would be very easy to go in and redo that with mm-hmm. like new footage and new reporters. I don't know. Time a reboot. Yeah, maybe a boo a twenty fifth anniversary uh, special edition with with uh, President Trump talking about them aliens. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> um. So. so my first one was Hidden Figures. And this was something. This was when you actually introduced to me because mm-hmm. again, I'm not huge on. Sp- Beath movies, Beath. Um, but I really enjoyed it because I, I love history, um, and it's just it's a fascinating. And I, I the one thing that really stuck with me, I mean, beyond just the incredible real story behind it, was 
I remember watching it with you and just thinking to myself how alien segregation is. The, yeah. It just to me, it's like it, it would, the idea of separating a person from, you know, white society or whatever, or whatever, it just based off the color of their skin, it, the concept is so alien. And it wasn't that long ago. And, it, it, and that's the for, thing so, that kills me. It's like it was not that long ago. For, first of all, A, it wasn't that long ago. And B, it's a NASA facility. Yeah. So you would think that if anybody would... Uh, be would, like, uh, everybody should get together. Yeah. It would be NASA. It would, it would be NASA, especially mm-hmm. given what they were doing. And, and and that actually, you know, that, that comes out in the story where mm-hmm. eventually they're like, Dude, if we're gonna make it to the moon, we're we're gonna have to uh, yeah, because have like to probably jettison this nonsense. Because like, what well, Catherine had to walk like forty minutes, I think, to find you know a bathroom for people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I guess that's what kicked it off. And they're like, they're like, where do you go this whole time? You know, we need you. And she's like, I have to go all this way just to use the bathroom. So yeah, so beyond. Just like the space aspect of it and the, like the first flight, you know, into space and like the first man on the moon mission and all of that. Beyond that is like the historical context of it made a really fascinating movie to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that would be my first one. And it is worth pointing out since it's a historical drama that um, like John Glenn was not standing on the launch pad waiting for her to uh, to calculate mm-hmm. his orbit. Uh-huh. That actually did happen. Mm-hmm. It just didn't all happen within like the space of like a half hour. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. But all the stuff that those people had to overcome were stuff that legitimately happened in their stories. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, so definitely you know, watch it if you the, haven't. The, the play by play might not be quite accurate, but the, the story is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the next movie on my list was uh, The Martian. Mm hmm. With uh, with Matt Damon, which um, I was like, I saw it, and I was like, eh. really? Yeah. Mm. Mm. It, it's actually a, uh, the 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 story of like the story mm-hmm. is really interesting because yeah. you know the guy who wrote it was a uh, he was an engineer, mm-hmm. and he started writing it uh, basically just started writing like fake log entries for somebody mm-hmm. stranded on Mars on his website. Mm-hmm. And people really liked it, and uh, they said, "Oh, you should like publish this as an ebook." So he did. He published like just log entries, and then they were like, "Oh, you should publish this as like a legit novel." So he rewrote it uh, with uh, parts actually taking place on Earth as a legit novel, mm-hmm. and then he ended up. That one was like one of the fastest selling ebooks of all time, mm-hmm. and so he scored a movie deal out of that, and he signed the deal for the movie like a week before actually publishing the novel. Mm-hmm. And now he doesn't have to be an engineer anymore. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. That's a beautiful story. I, I'm sensing some sarcasm there. No, I'm just saying is I'm still unmoved as far as like my, meh, the movie was meh. Okay. Continue. Uh, hey, it's, it's Ridley Scott. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, 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 I listen, listen, Ridley Scott won me over with Gladiator, but the that was me. Okay, anyway. Okay. Just well, saying. clearly I can't talk sense into you, so. 
<laughs> just my opinion. Feel free to drag me at Geek Counter Geek. That's fine. Um, I you know I I don't think that I I think that people enjoyed it like like me. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I think it's a good movie. It doesn't really bother me that you don't like it. Okay. I, I, well, it's good. Yeah. Our relationship can go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is not the breaking point. Yeah. It's not a not a significant speed bump. It's okay. <laughs> one, day, one day while while you're, I don't know, at work or something and I'm sick, I'll I'll, I'll pull it up on the Roku and, and watch it. You better watch it when I'm not here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, okay. So my second one actually is another movie. I think it was actually our first date actually. I believe it was, yes. First Man. Now, First Man was uh, had, was a movie with a lot of controversy for stupid oh, reasons. Stupid controversy. Stu- stupid reasons. Um, because, you know, the lead actor, uh, Ryan were- Gosling, decided to say, you know, right, landing on the moon was a human achievement or something. And, like, there weren't enough... American flags. Anyway, they're all yeah. over the place. There were only 12 American flags in the trailer. I'm outraged. Yeah. So anyway, beyond all that, you you move past that. It's actually a really good movie, and you know it's the mo- the story of Neil Armstrong. And I think the the point that you brought up when you first um, were talking to me about it uh, kind of puts things in perspective. It's not the story of you know the moon landing in of itself per se. But it's more based on the book about Neil Armstrong. And I think that that kind of gives it a kind of humanity mm-hmm. because it does uh, go into like the death of his daughter and stuff like that. Um, that. That prior to watching this movie, I had no idea. Well, going back to the, the stupid, idiotic flag controversy in the book First Man, mm-hmm. uh, the, the book's about 400 pages long. Mm-hmm. And about a page and a half is devoted to planting the flag. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing about planting the flag is talking about how in uh, in the low gravity environment and the, and the vacuum, the telescoping like flagpole that they were using didn't work the way it was supposed to. And they had a hard time getting it in there, getting it in the lunar soil. And because of that, it was jostled around. And because it was jostled around, like people have used that as evidence that it was done in a soundstage. Ah. And that was pretty much it. That, uh, other than that, it was back to, yeah, this is what it meant to Neil Armstrong personally. And Yeah. yeah. And, so, and I think that's why I, I really enjoyed the movie. It made it personal. It made it about the man instead of just like, here's a bunch of guys going to the moon, which, again, I don't want to make light of it. It was this amazing achievement. Um, but again, it with any movie it just makes it you know more enjoyable when it when you can connect with a character and in this case a, a person uh, neil armstrong so yeah i would uh serve up first man also a great soundtrack yes it is oh wait that was you mm-hmm. so this should be me mm-hmm. my my next movie was apollo 13 mm, okay with uh, uh, my second favorite astronaut, mm-hmm. Jim Lovell. Uh-huh. He's like your your hero forever. I've I've got a signed uh, signed copy of the book, yeah. signed by Jim Lovell in in the other room there. You actually met Mister Lovell too. I did. 
And it's it was funny because you told me that you basically you're like the Chris Farley character. Remember the time you went to space? <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, that, that's that was, that was pretty much it. <laughs> so anyway, so talk Very about nice Apollo style. 13. Yeah, um, I I think that that's one that uh, that really um, holds up as a as a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, not just a a space movie, but even though you know, I I suppose you know a lot of people probably go into it not knowing what happened mm-hmm. but uh even knowing how it ends mm-hmm. like it's still really dramatic and and even when uh you know i'm watching the movie for like the 42nd time i'm still it's still dramatic for me it's hmm. cool oh and i'm not sure if i watched apollo 13 we'll have to watch it just you're for not movies. sure if you've watched apollo i'm not 13. sure i'm not sure Misty's a pop culture blind spot for November, Apollo 13. No, it's your month. Well, no. For, for November. For November. Yeah, 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 fair enough, fair enough. So my next pick would have to be Alien with Sigourney Weaver. It's a classic. It's like the sci-fi horror movie, like the landmark one. And yeah, it's kind of the it one kind of, uh, everybody else is judged on. Exactly, exactly. And you have such iconic moments as like, you know, the chest burster, mm-hmm. like bursting through dude's chest in the the canteen. <laughs> you, know, you know, I, I think that uh, uh, for for me, the one that I mm-hmm. uh, enjoyed more was uh, Aliens. Aliens with a plural. Yeah, because first of all, it's a James Cameron movie, so mm-hmm. you know, got to give him props there. Uh, but uh, I mean, Bill Paxton's character in, mm-hmm. uh, in in Aliens is is pretty amazing, and uh, um, the the thing that I the, there's two uh, basically two memes that mm-hmm. I I use the most. Okay, uh, one is uh, you know Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. And the other is, of course, uh, I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. It's no way we would be sure. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But that's from Aliens. Yeah, not Alien. Not alien. But you have to go with the original. Yeah, yeah. It's the OG. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you on that. Next on uh, my list was 2001 A Space Odyssey. Mm. I mean, a, a computer goes nuts and kills a bunch of people. How can you not get, get excited can't, about that? I can't do that. There, there's for you monkeys now. using tools. Yeah, fair enough. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. That's a long one. So and, and long. It's one of those where I, I'm not sure how that ended up being as good as it is mm-hmm. because they were kind of writing it as they went along. So weird. And that usually doesn't translate into a No, good movie. that does not translate well. <laughs> Usually when they make stuff up as they go along. Yeah. So my final pick, because I felt like any list with space movies that did not include this movie was just... Incomplete? It not It's just illegitimate. Okay. I would... I, my last one is Spaceballs. I, I'm not going to argue with you on that one. Spaceballs is a quality movie. Spaceballs is a classic. If you have not seen Spaceballs, what are you doing with your life? Great movie. Still hilarious to this day. Um, yeah, and also has the, the scene with the chest burster. Yeah, so. that's, that's true. And of course you have Barf. 
right. John Candy. He's he's a mug. He's half man, mm-hmm. half dog. He's, he's his own best friend. friend. <laughs> By the way, I, I I think I'm not sure if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but the absolute favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, cosplay I've ever seen at Dragon Con mm-hmm. was a group of people who dressed up as the stunt doubles from <laughs> Spaceballs. Because <laughs> there's a scene where they, they, go, they captured the yeah, stunt doubles. You idiots, you captured their stunt doubles. Well, this is a group of people dressed up as the stunt doubles. <laughs> <laughs> so great. So yeah, that's, that's, that concludes my space list. R- really anything with Anything Mel Brooks has ever done, mm-hmm. it, it's it's pretty good. I mean, e- even the later stuff like you know Dracula Dead and Loving It. That's a mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of lulls in that movie. There's some lulls. Yeah, and uh, finally, I wanted to round out the list with the right stuff. The movie, not to be confused with the uh, New Kids on the Block song, mm-hmm. and uh, that's uh, based on the Tom Wolf book of the same name. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about. It, it, it's actually the the uh, the book is is all about test pilots and it mm-hmm. includes the Mercury Seven, mm-hmm. the original astronauts. Mm-hmm. But the movie is basically just about Chuck Yeager and the Mercury Seven. Ah, okay. Which, by the way, funny story, Chuck Yeager was in First Man. Ah, he's the guy who wants to ground uh, Neil Armstrong. Oh, okay. So learn um, something new today. Yeah. Really easy to miss. It's just it says he's never actually identified. It's just his jacket says Jaeger. Ah, okay. I, I would imagine maybe there's a deleted scene where they make a big deal of the fact that it's Chuck Jaeger. But mm. if you if you actually look at it, like when the right stuff ends and when First Man begins, it's actually they fit together really well. Oh, we'll have to rewatch that then. Uh, Misty's January. Uh, pop culture blind spot the right stuff <sighs> nobody knows the right stuff though but besides you I'm just <laughs> no, that, say, that is it really it's it's considered to be a classic i've never heard of it until i started dating you really yes <laughs> not at all not at all okay well you know <laughs> crickets wait so uh um so maybe that'll be the uh, the choice because it was Apollo thirteen or mm-hmm. the right stuff. Okay. So that'll be for November. The uh, all right. The, so uh, people can vote. Go to Geek Counter. Well, we won't. We'll, we'll wait until we get close to that one because we haven't done the October one yet. It's not even October yet. It feels like October. When we're recording this, by the way, it's a podcast. You can listen to whatever you want. But when mm-hmm. we're recording it, it's not even October we're yet. We're dating it. Look at us. I I know it's 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 sad. Misty, uh, mm-hmm. I should say that uh, once you get your headphones and accessories from Tweet Audio, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to want to listen to some of the fine podcasts on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, uh, like the the Car Guys Report. And uh, there's actually you'll be excited to know there's caffeinated a, comics. Yes. Well, actually, I was going to uh, bring up the fact that there's a. Uh, a, a a podcast recapping Bar Rescue. Yes. So, oh, that that's not. See, here's the thing. Um, a little uh, behind the scenes tip of me. I don't really watch much TV, um, but I do like uh, Bar Rescue a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's awesome. So they do have a shut it down, but I'm, I'm since like 
caffeine is oxygen for me and I love comic books, I'm, I'm really digging caffeinated comics. Yeah. I can see that. And mm-hmm. uh, there's also the Nude Hippo podcast. Uh, Tony Lozano is sitting down with uh, Larry Potash. Uh, Minutia Men. There's also uh, Free Kicks and uh, Geek Counter Geek too. Mm. Don't forget that one. Don't that forget. One. I hear that one's good. Especially now. It's a lot better now. Aw. Well, thank you. I do what I can. And finally, uh, in the uh, last segment of the show, we always uh, talk about, I Where say always, at? I mm-hmm. think this is uh, episode four since we've started doing that. The fourth inaugural. Um, we, we talk about the, the status of our projects. I know uh, you've been getting a lot of attention on social media because you've been... Uh, yes, I've been drawing a lot on the, on the tweeters and you can... I, sometimes I post um, my artwork to my main Twitter account, which is Misty A. Callahan, but you can definitely check out my comic books, um, my upcoming comic books um, Twitter account at Regeneratorum, and it's kind of how it sounds. It's R-E-G-E-N-E-R-A-T-O-R-U-M, and that's Latin for the reborn. Um, There's a whole reason why I chose that, but we'll get into that some other time. Um, So yeah, getting a lot of artwork done um, for it, just illustrations mostly lately because we have yet to set up our um, office where I can actually do comics. That being said, what else am I doing? I'm going to be working on the website this weekend mm-hmm. and thinking about putting together like a Patreon or whatever. Um, also, I'm kind of proud of myself um, with a couple of, I have a couple of villain characters that I started naming. So, yeah. And. And. Uh, there's another character who's not quite a villain, but no. Okay, so one of the the uh, can I say it? Should I say it? Uh you know I I would save just it? be yeah. Let's, let's say, say save it. Okay, I'll just it, it's great. That's all I'm gonna say. And I know a lot of people say, "Oh, my idea is great." No, no, no. This is great. Trust me. We'll reveal it later. And uh, in my little uh, project, mm-hmm. I've just uh, polished off chapter eight. Ooh. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking for people who aren't related to me and or dating me mm-hmm. uh, to read it. Okay. So if you're interested in being a beta reader, nice. not really throwing out any qualifications, just if you'd be interested in uh, reading it, uh, email us at, uh, at, at uh, geekcountergeek at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I and I'll send you the first uh, first eight chapters, and we'll see if, see if you can make sense of it. Aww. Although every everybody that's read it said it, you know, has said, wait, wait a minute, what what are you talking about here? Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be understandable. Hopefully, yeah. It's it not a be. it's not a very high bar, but <laughs> that, that's not going to be a blurb on the back. It's understandable. <laughs> So yeah, if you want to be a beta reader for um, his great American novel, just hit us up and yeah, be a good time. And we did mention that uh, RoboCop is going to be our uh, our next mm-hmm. uh, pop culture blind spot movie. So look look forward to that in October. Woohoo! Also, we have plans we're working on. Should we, can we talk about what we're thinking of, like a new segment? 
Can we talk about it yet or no? Uh, no, we'll wait. We'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait for that one too. That That's what we okay. call a tease. That, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to tease that. So we have great plans for some upcoming episodes of Geek Counter Geek and we hope you guys will like it. Next time I'll be caffeinated, I promise. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cabotron.